Welcome to Through the Wire. I'm here with the usual co-hosts, Mike, Derek, and Pierre. Yo. In today's episode, we're going to hit up some topics, starting off with the Through the Wire, the rise of Through the Wire, man. So we dropped episode two of Through the Wire. Of course, we're new to this whole podcast and stuff. We dropped episode two last Sunday in the heart of football, or the beginning of football season, which is even you know more popular than the heart. And we ended up being, after a couple of days, number three in sports in the dead off season where NFL podcasts are going nuts right now. Top three in sports, man. Unbelievable. Damn near dream come true. It really is, bro. Like, especially since we're just four guys sitting at a table talking basketball with no insiders, no experts about basketball. We never claim to be experts. We just, you know, friends talking ball. And then you look at the podcasting list. We got ex-NFL players, ex-NBA players, insiders to each sport. And then you got us. And then you got us. So, I mean, the day after... Something big happened. I went to class. Me and Mike have a couple classes together. And I asked him, like, he walked in cool, you know, the normal Mike stuff. And I asked him at the class, like, are you even excited? I didn't see the excitement in his face, but I wear my excitement, like, everywhere. So you, I'll come into class smiling over some stuff that happened four days ago. But Mike was just like, yeah, I'm cool. And I was like, is it not a big deal to you? I mean, it is a big deal. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see the magnitude of how much this was coming. I didn't see the shout-outs or the comments that you guys are putting on, supporting us. I looked around and I seen some of the discussion topics they want to see, but it's, it's, it's not possible without you guys. And I just want to say that we appreciate y'all. We're going to keep it coming. We, we want to create that environment that you're not yelling into your headphones or wherever you listen to. I want y'all, We want y'all to feel like y'all right here at the table with us talking to us. Oh, God. That's how we want the discussion to go. We're going to keep it like that. That's facts. Yeah, it's definitely surreal to be competing um, in the rankings with people that I used to, well, not even used to, still watch. Uh, Jalen Rose, somebody I've been watching almost my entire life from the Fab Four to his days in Chicago to Kobe Bryant, epic 81 performance. Oh, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jalen and Jacoby is definitely one of one of the first podcasts I, I, I even recognized and, and watched. Um, so that was, that was just crazy. That was just a crazy experience. And like Mike said, uh, without y'all, it's not possible. As cliche as that may sound, um, but yeah, we definitely wanted to feel like y'all are involved, and it's, it's, it's y'all park podcast too. Um, I don't even look at y'all as fans. It's more like support mm-hmm. um, and just one big community, one basketball, one part of the basketball community. So um, thank y'all, and, and it only make us want to work harder and do more uh, to know that what we doing is getting recognized and appreciated. It just it just makes it much more better. So, so, Derek, you're a working man, so you check chat maybe a couple times a day, but we were all talking about how crazy this is. I didn't really get to hear you talk about it. So, how, what is your feeling like when, at this at that moment? When, when Seeing the rise is amazing. When we went from 13 to 20 and then almost up to 30,000 downloads, I was real excited. Then when you, were, when you were like late night in the chat, you were like, Jalen Rose just started us out on this podcast. I'm like, man. wait, what? Like, I got off work to that. And like that was like the best way to end the night. I'm like, hold on, did I just really just get out work to read this and then I go and listen to it? I'm just like, like was, the excitement that went through me, I, I can't explain. It. Was that after a 12 hour shift? Was that one of them long shifts that you like? Oh, I can't wait to get Wasn't home. Was this on Thursday? This was on Thursday. Yes, exactly. after that's 12 hours, yeah. <laughs> you he got off work to seeing that Jalen Rose shouted us out. I don't know if Jalen Rose is gonna be a regular listener, but if you listen to Jay Rose, we we've been fans of you for a minute. Like like what P said. You've been a man. And I, the way it happened, it happened so organically to me. So we, I was doing some homework. And what I do when I do homework is just listen to podcasts. 
And I'm listening to the show, and he said, shout out to Through the Wire, though. Keep doing your thing. And I, had, I took a step back. I'm like, is he talking about us? Is he talking about us? Because at that time, we were number three in the sports category. So, I, I don't know. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, I, that, shout out to Jalen Rose again, man, because that's just... I don't know too many podcasts is going to shout out another podcast. Real. You know what I mean? It's like, real. It's real over I there. Think, I think the part of it is sometimes, as like you normal, regular people, you forget that the celebrities out there are also just normal and regular people, and mm-hmm. they do that daily thing. So it just, it just, it just, like I said, we real appreciative of what what's going on. We gonna keep, we gonna keep proving it to y'all that you know we gonna be one of the best. The the best thing about like one thing I you don't think about is. How many other people in the big co- podcasting scene listen to us? Because they, they didn't say nothing for right. real. They they got to be like, man, what is this unknown? If you look at the podcasting app on iTunes, every podcast says they're owned by something, except for ours that says unknown. So they're probably like, who who the hell are these dudes? Number three in the sports section. <laughs> so it's got to be other people listening. But Jalen Rose, the man that says shout out to us, and I, I have to imagine after seeing that some of his listeners be like, okay, maybe I should go listen. Yeah, they exactly. got to. Because we we bumped up after that. So, I I don't know, man. It's just crazy. And uh, as you heard from all of us, we're super excited to keep this going. We want to get to a place where it's two times a week once the season starts. But right now, of course, dead off season. We're just sticking it to the one. Appreciate y'all, man. So, we're going to start off with our first topic being the rankings that Sports Illustrated and ESPN dropped. Their top 100 players in the league. Now, obviously, this is extreme controversy across the NBA Twitters and everything once the um, once it's dropped. But we're going to start off with the Sports Illustrated list. Now, one thing I wanted to to look at before I looked at their list is what did they go by? What what were the reasons they put these players in this order? And I got the direct quote: suggestive assessment, which means that I mean it's their opinion and objective data. So they looked at their own opinions. And the numbers, right? This list is an attempt to evaluate each player in a vacuum, independent on their current team context as much as possible. So they don't look at how bad your team is. They're looking at you as an individual. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, a player's prospect beyond the 2017-2018 season did not play a part in these rankings. So Sports Illustrated did not put a single rookie on their list, which I think is the right thing. What, what do y'all think? Do, should rookies be rated as top 100 without playing a single game? No, nope, because uh, they haven't proven themselves not one bit. They haven't been in front of an NBA talent yet, so they I think they. Be on that list. I think they should. I think um, the rare ones, I don't think the, the fucking 15 rookies should be in it, but um, it says a lot about a player, um, a rookie, if he makes that list to me. Um, should he be above... Some future Hall of Famers. <laughs> I don't know about that, but Probably him not. making the, the list says a big a big statement. But I'm glad you just said that, uh, read that, whatever you just read about Sports Illustrated, because that makes even that makes what I have to say even much better. Because some of the stuff on here don't make no sense to me, but we, we'll, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Right, right, right. So I, I kind of highlighted some of the things that I thought was ridiculous, mm-hmm. and um, we we just gonna talk about that. First of all, we got to think about it this way: these are journalists. When you write, when you write something, when you make videos, when you make a podcast, you want to be controversial because that'll get you clicks. At the end of the day, they want people to read their article, even if that means they're seeing some blasphemous stuff. And when it comes to raking NBA players, honestly, I don't see the point of it because why can't we just appreciate players for who they are? Why do we have to say this guy's better than this guy? Look at that. Like it's, I just never been my thing. And it's so difficult because I'm not gonna lie. Last night after reading some of these, I said, you know what? Let me just let me try to make my own list. 
For real. And it was just at, after I got past five, I was just like, you know what, fuck it. It like, don't really they matter. They so similar. Like, right, it does it, not it, matter. The, the, like the Jimmy Butler versus Clay Thompson versus DeMar DeRozan debate, who's the best shooting guard? They're all the best shooting guard in their own yeah. rights. But I'm going to hit up something that, speaking of best shooting guards, DeMar DeRozan was 36th on Sports Illustrated Ridiculous. list. One behind Chris Middleton. Is Chris Middleton a better player than DeMar DeRozan? No. DeMar DeRozan was top five in scoring last year on a team that has been towards the top of their conference for years. And Chris Middleton didn't even play like half the season. Forget forget um, DeMar DeRozan for one second. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton is, is is ranked higher than Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas was what forty or something like that on yeah, Sports Illustrated. Didn't Chris Middleton sit out most of last year? Yeah, he was injured with with well big injuries. Set him out for like half the season, and then right behind Demar Derozan at thirty seven is Melo. But the Melo disrespect is real on both lists, and we'll talk about that. But even thirty seven for Melo, I think is still too low. He, I think he's still a top, at least a top thirty player in the league. What's man. the difference between Chris Middleton and Otto Porter? Not Chris, much. Chris Middleton is thirty fifth, and Otto Porter is fifty three. I th- mm, that's a. I don't. I think Otto Porter has the intangibles to be a great defender, but I think they probably given a nod to Chris Middleton because he he has shown to be a good defender. But even then, like it, these lists, they can be bad, man. Yeah, because I mean, is, it's, isn't it's, Chris Middleton a better offensive player than Otto Porter? Ah. Uh, I, I see Otto Porter more of a three-point, like, sit in the corner. Yeah, I'll give Chris Middleton. He can have I see, more expensive When I see games. Chris Middleton, I see him coming off down screens and he's catching, shooting. Yeah. Or he'll make that one dribble, like, attack the basket type of thing. I got crucified for saying this on in the video before, but I see Chris Middleton and DeMar DeRozan's games very, very similar. But I think DeMar DeRozan is the better player. We're talking about players that are making these mid-range jumpers, these contested jumpers. But I think their game, like their modes are similar. Mm-hmm. But DeMar DeRozan is the better version of it. And the numbers even say that. He averaged 20-plus points per game with Chris Middleton. No. Yeah, I mean, I saw DeMar DeRozan. Um, and Chris Middleton didn't even stand out to me. What I, what stood out to me was that Kyle Lowry was ranked higher than DeMar DeRozan. I feel like DeMar mm-hmm. DeRozan is the best player on the Raptors. So that was... Um, a little eye catching to me, um, but yeah, Chris Middleton. I don't. I don't know if I'm putting him that much higher than Otto Porter. If 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 higher, um, coming off the, of last year, um, obviously. But yeah, he's definitely not higher than Demar Derozan. Come on now. If you ask Kyle Lowry who's the better player, he has said multiple times that Demar is better than he is, and I think we can we can all agree on that. Yeah, definitely. And I, the thing about it, I just kind of go on a little bit of a tangent, but it went back to when you said like. Should some of these like younger players be better than the Hall of Famers? I wonder do they take into consideration he that player. That he read that off before. Their future doesn't matter. Yeah, they no, not looking. I at mean, I'm looking back at their legacy. Like, do you say what Melo's done? Does that play a factor into how how far he's ranked? Because you, I mean, I remember a while ago Kobe. Yes, was, I was gonna say uh, that. Do you do you take his legacy? Because I mean, we can see it that in some of these players, but. You just don't know all the... I mean, I think you guys have put it all in one big pot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if... Okay, Derrick Rose, um, he has a good... Okay, legacy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. But as of late, mm-hmm. his numbers ain't been that legacy type of thing. So, let's not put him in the top 20 mm-hmm. because of his legacy. So, I mean, Carmelo. Carmelo has a legacy. Um, that he's built and he's a future Hall of Famer, uh, hands down. Especially if T Mac just made it recently, but um, yeah. um, but he hasn't shown anything. Like Melo, Melo still is a twenty point scorer. 
It isn't like he is some washed up dude who's averaging 16 or 17 and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, just holding on. Like, no, Melo is an all-star. He's a 20-point score. He can still break out and have 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can he can take over a game still. Uh, so, I mean, you have to put it all in one big pot to me. Um, Does his efficiency matter when it comes to him? Well, averaging 20, <laughs> but he's taking a ton of shots. I mean, it, it just depends on who you are. To me, efficiency doesn't matter because, I mean, he has to take those shots in order for his team to compete. Who do you you want Courtney Lee to take 10 or 10 or two more but, of those shots? I mean... I uh, I mean, if they're not taking into your team success, so if you take if he's just shooting those shots, then I don't think his efficiency should. Well, maybe it should matter then. If but you want to look at this question though, if he doesn't take those shots, are they a better team? Well, if, he could he could use his threat as an offensive player to make his teammate better. Every, every can every, he though? Yes. When they look at the scouting report, Melo's at the top of that list. They're like, this is the guy we got to stop. He can use that to make Porzingis better, Courtney Lee better. Even, do you think do you, he could have helped out there? Do you Rose? honestly think that Carmelo Anthony can make Courtney Lee better? When <laughs> I, have I we guarantee seen, if you put LeBron on that team, he'll make Courtney Lee better. I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I about think that also statement. in a, in Let's a not way, overhype, overhype LeBron's helpness. I know he can help a player, but Courtney Lee, come on now. Man, he's done. And plus, and plus, let's not forget that Melo was forced into a triangle offense for the past two and a half years. So for him, to, for him to still put up those type of numbers in an offense that's not really catered to him, um, and the pieces around him don't really even help him. I mean, Derrick Rose and the Carmelo Anthony isn't really a match made in heaven to me. Um, no, I think Derrick Rose is more sent there to help Porzingis. I feel like they pick and pop and pick and roll game was really good. When if, when if you ever watched them, like those two when they on offensive end, they were good together. I don't know. Carmelo Anthony was was his best years were with veteran, yeah, floor well, general point like guards Chauncey like Chauncey Billups exactly. So Chauncey Billups with Denver, Jason Kidd in New York. Um, we had our best year with Melo when we had Jason Kidd, Chauncey Billups, strong leadership at the point guard position, who wasn't so ball dominant, who can play off the ball, let Melo do his one two. You know, we all know Melo's game by now. Melo was in there to get buckets, and that's okay. You don't have to be a tennis type of guy or LeBron James to be a great player. If you're a scorer, just do what you do. Do whatever you do, be the best at what you do and you just be great at that. That's all I look at. But that's the thing. All about this ranking and stuff, we're trying to see if if they're getting picked or putting these places as individuals, right? Do so in, in my head, in my head when they say these rankings, I always think about just pickup. Like if 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 you're playing a pickup ball and you're a captain and you see DeMar DeRozan, Chris Middleton, or Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Anthony most likely Chris Middleton is going to be that last pick between those people. Facts, yeah. Definitely. So that's what I'm thinking because it shouldn't matter anything about that team. You're, you're focusing on the individual. Exactly. So that's why some of these rankings are not making any sense to me. Oh, okay. That, that's what I was trying to figure out. That's what my next question is going to be. What was your argument when I was talking about Melo? Yeah. And then like, I, what was you saying? You, what, would, what was your point of going back and forth? You think Melo shouldn't be as high because of efficiency? No. no. Well, you asked me. He's at 30, on Sports Illustrated, he's number 37. Okay. DeMar DeRozan's next. He, him and Chris Middleton, uh, he's better than Chris Middleton. Yes, he easily. is. Who? Melo or DeRozan? Melo. And, oh, and both, DeRozan. both of them. And DeRozan. Okay. But, but the rest of this list, where should you say he should fall? Um, is Al Horford better than Carmelo Anthony? Ah, see, see, this is where you got, like, 
Because Al Horford is good, Man. but I mean, for a center, I mean, he doesn't rebound. Well, but just because he's a center means that he shouldn't be ranked as high. So you no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for him to be who he is at his position, he doesn't do as good as I think he should do. I'm looking at this list, and I'm just like, you could argue that a lot of these players are better than him. Listen. Hey, that's a good point, though. Okay, so, yeah, we, we see that he's ranked at where he is, 37. But where will we slot him in that? Like, okay, yeah. we say he's underrated on this list, but who who on this list besides the Chris Middleton will we put him over? The perfect Nobody. place I would put Carmelo Anthony when I'm looking at this list is right there at 30. I, I'm okay over with Al Horford? I'm a, yes, I'm okay with... Um, so he's saying Al Horford should go to 37. No, 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 no. Just no. he'll be 31. He, the Lamarcus will be 32. Just where do we put Melo um, on? Just the slot list. him in there. So um, over Bradley Beal, is Bradley Beal better? That's that's an argument. Where I'm saying, I can't I can't just look at the list. We'd be here all day if I looked at the list and went through it. Is is he better than Millsap? Is he better than Love? Is he better than Cassini? Isaiah Thomas is at 40 on this list. Isaiah Thomas is at 40. I think that's highly. Eric Bledsoe is Eric Bledsoe better? Basketball player than Isaiah Thomas. Um, seven years ago, I would have said yeah. <laughs> right. It's, 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 it's ridiculous the disrespect. Obviously, he's like the worst um, defensive, defensive guard. guard in the league. Sure, whatever. But the 29 points per game, I think you're okay with him giving up a so couple points. Kyle Lowry is. Like, I don't know. So, back to the. We can go to the point guard debate. Kyrie Irving is 21 on this list. 18 is Mike Conley. 17 is Damian Lillard. Is Mike Conley a better player than Kyrie Irving? I think that is. I think that is disgusting. If we think about it, Mike Conley may get traded this season. Guarantee you that he's not pulling in a superstar and a first round pick that's probably going to be top five. He doesn't have that Kyrie Irving ability. That the, the Kyrie Irving wavos factor, the the big balls factor. He does. Get, he does not have that. He does not have that. So twenty one is highly disrespecting to to um, Kyrie Irving. That's not even limited to point guards. It's Ru- Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is better than Kyrie Irving in what world? Mm, okay, uh, I love Rudy Gobert, but yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. He who's the more valuable player here? Kyrie Irving, definitely. They put Rudy Gobert over Gobert over his former teammate Gordon Hayward, who was the best player on that Jazz team. Like I, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand the list. Um, and even if we go back, one of the things that caught my eye was at 89, Nikola Vucevic. What's wrong with that? Jonas Valanciunas is 80. Uh-huh. Cody Zeller is 70. Why? Yeah. I didn't even notice that Cody Zeller was that And that Derek high. Favors is 67. And in what world are all three of those names I just mentioned better than Nikola Vucevic? Every year he's played with the Orlando Magic, he's averaged a double-double, except 2015, he averaged 18 and 9. See, I, I think about that, and immediately when you say who's better, I I think it's impossible to say that the team's success does not matter. Because obviously if a team do, is doing better, that player is going to look better. You feel me? So, for example, we got Jonas Valanciunas at 80. You saying that is Jonas Valanciunas better than Nikola Vucevic? I think Nikola Valanciunas has a, looks better because of the people he's playing with. It may not be skill-wise. If you hook him up one-on-one, who's going to win? Who, do, who knows? But I'm saying, like, when you come into ranking players, I highly think that what their, their team success should matter. How much though? Because I mean, if I, I feel like if I put Vucevic on the Raptors with Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry, wouldn't he be better? If you put Jonas Valanciunas on the Orlando Magic with Aaron Gordon, they just had Serge Ibaka, Alfred Payton, they'd still be as bad. I think it'll be like but just would, a he, watch. Would, would he be a better player though? 
Would he be just this monster type Vucevic of guy? would give Toronto a different weapon than what they had. Exactly. And I thought that was a possible trade. I th- because of the connection him and um, DeRozan had from um, USC, I thought they were going to oh, try man. to look into that. But they, they never did. Um, Jonas Valanciunas, at first I'm like, um, okay, maybe they're they're doing this off potential. He said they're not doing that. Mm-hmm, not then potential. I say maybe Jonas Valanciunas is a rim protector. No, Nik- Nikola Vucevic averaged more blocks. Um, so then I say, like, I try to look for some reason to to rank him higher. And there's no reason. He doesn't rebound more. He doesn't block shots more. He doesn't score more. Um, he shoots free throws um, better. But he only shoots two But he only shoots two a game. Then you go down to Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller averages 10 and 6. That was, those are both career highs. In what world is he better than Nikola Vucevic? Uh, Derek Favors averaged 9 and 6. Um, it doesn't even start. I mean, so I don't, I don't know. And even in his best years, he, he didn't put up the numbers uh, Vucevic put up. He was averaging like 18 and 8. Vucevic is a walking double-double. He's done that for the last five to six years. Um, that stood out to me. That was, that was just crazy. That was very disrespectful. Do you think it matters that he's on a team that nobody watches? Like maybe they disrespected him because who watches the Magic? They're garbage. Who's sitting down watching no, every Magic? I, I understand that, but I feel like this is what these type of lists are for, mm-hmm. is to give them that type of light so somebody can say, whoa, Nikola Vucevic is a top 50 player? And yeah. so now we shed some light on him for our players that don't get appreciated as much. And, and maybe people will watch and pay attention now. Are people going to watch Magic games? Probably not, but maybe maybe they'll keep up with Nikola Vucevic and, 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 and tune in a little bit more. But for him to be an 89 and Cody Zeller be a 70, that is just that's that's just crazy. They're choosing these, <laughs> they're choosing these rankings objectively, right? Mm-hmm. So that means based off stats, right? So they, they, start, they said yeah. objectively as far and, as yeah. like their uh, no subjectively as far as their assessment, but then they take into effect the numbers as well. Yeah, and you want to look how you want to. I want to know how deep do they look in these numbers? Because some numbers. We don't always have access to. Because mm-hmm. in the world of sports today, a lot of these are just numbers. And I remember you had a, a, a video not too long, or a while back about like the underrated players of the league. Mm-hmm. And I remembered you had John Henson up there. Oh, but, yeah. I and and Man, you want to think about L. it. Uh-huh. That's the L because he's garbage. Okay, he's garbage. But back but back then you had him as a, a, a underrated player. Yeah, once upon a time he was an underrated. He was a rim protector. I think I think that video was underused because he was having playing like five minutes, ten minutes a game, but his rebounding numbers per thirty six were like fifteen. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. But. Either way it goes, you want to. Either way it goes, we're, we want to see these advanced stats that they might be looking for that we don't always see in game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like what though? What advanced that could help Jonas Valanciunas? Jonas Valanciunas. I mean. It's hard because we don't have if these stats. Have, if li- you have to dig that deep to, to make a player better, that says everything to me. I mean, the, if the broad just- stat says enough for me. Now, if we want to go and say, uh, should his team be better? Or is he hurting his team? Is he making his team worse? That type of thing. Then, I mean, advanced stats would, would, would help paint that picture. To- but for just a broad, a broad list of NBA players, because we will be here all day if we look at advanced stats for 100 players. I mean, you also you, you you said it right. You're also looking at a hundred players, and you put it into perspective. We're looking at in the '80s, not top ten, not top fifteen. The '80s, where a lot of people you can't really. I mean, it's hard to tell which one is significantly significantly the better. Tell, the numbers tell that. Yes, but the numbers Nicole, are always saying thing. You just said it. Isaiah Thomas. I mean, you didn't say it, but we brought it into discussion. Isaiah Thomas was averaging almost thirty points a game. So why, in the, if we're just looking at numbers, why is he in the forties? Thank you. I, you you helping my point. You're trying to argue with something you you're agreeing with. That's exactly my point. 
we can move to the top fifteen because, like we said, it does, yeah, the eighties. The only reason I call, the only reason I said something about that because I mean, obviously we was gonna talk about some of the nonsense, and I, I just wanted to point out something from the back end. I don't, I don't want to spend, I don't want to spend too much time arguing. Um, one of the last things that I, I noticed before we move on to the top um, is D'Angelo Russell at a hundred. That let me know that this year, that I feel like this NBA, this upcoming NBA season is the most important to D'Angelo Russell out of anybody in this NBA. Okay. If if he if he blows his knee out, if he doesn't have, like, he could be, this could this could make or break him. This could be it. Because there's no way in hell he should be at 100 with with his type of talent. So, but yeah, we can move on to top 15. Top 15. Actually, we're just going to go straight to top 10 because Draymond Green is ranked number 10 in the league. That's above John Wall, Paul George, and Jimmy Butler. Agree or disagree? Disagree. <laughs> Disagree. I'm I'm on the if ends about it because it all brings in their role. Like I said, I mean, in this case, it may not be their team success, but the team, the the players around them. You know what I'm saying? I think you say like uh, Vucevic will look better with the Raptors. Draymond Green, I think he he plays so well because the role he's playing it fits him perfectly. He doesn't have to do too much. He doesn't have to do too little. He could do all the dirty work. He could do all these things. When, I, when I rank players, I don't mean to cut you off. When I when I rank players for my own, my own thing, mm-hmm. that 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 hurts players sometimes. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I was I would say I used to say Paul George was better than Kawhi Leonard because I felt like Kawhi Leonard was pushed into a system in a situation that he. He didn't have to, you know, he just walked into a nice situation with the Spurs. He wasn't asked too much. You know, he had Tim Duncan, Ginobili, uh, Tony Parker. And I felt like Paul George was put into a situation where Danny Green, Danny Granger got hurt early. They put the team on his shoulders and he leveled up to to his um, to his level. But obviously now the Kawhi Leonard is the better player. But, I mean, would Jimmy Butler be better if he played with Steph Curry, Clay, and Durant? His role be completely yeah. Different. His role, yeah. yeah. His, his, you can't compare Draymond and Jimmy together. I mean, their, their roles are completely. different. I understand that, but I'm saying if he played with those level of players, not those specific players. Draymond Green plays with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, two of the top three players. If if Jimmy Butler played with two of the top, if any any two top ten players, would he be better? Well, I really wouldn't want to see him on that team. I mean, but I but, think he would though. Yeah. So if you put him with Anthony Davis and Boogie, Chris Paul, oh, wait, what? You just making up a team? Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but probably I, the way I'm seeing this, the way I'm seeing this is that um, John Wall is mm-hmm. a better player than Draymond Green. You can look at some, you can look at stats, yada yada. I would put John Wall over. I would put Paul George over. I would put Jimmy Butler over. I That's agree. not crapping on Draymond Green at all. He's still a great player, but I think those <clears throat> guys have an advantage. I think they deserve an advantage because those three guys were asked to do way more and they basically succeeded. They carried franchises. Dr- Draymond Green, if he's on a team by himself, that team is not the number three seed in the Eastern Conference. That team is not making the playoffs. Maybe I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't see Draymond Green as a player that will be able to lead his team without Steph Curry, a superstar next to him. Thank but those other—that's basically what I was saying. Thank you. Is that if you, if you swap out situations, Draymond Green couldn't carry a franchise like some of these other players like that take, they put before. Him. Take for example that Bulls team we had last year. Switch him and Jimmy. 
That, not making a playoff. That's what I'm saying. You, when I said you acted, like was I was speaking fucking Spanish. <laughs> I was, I was, uh huh. You, you're gonna make up a team. That's what I'm saying. Draymond Yo, Green. Did you had, you had started talking about Chris Paul and Anthony Davis because I, I, if, I, if you I paid attention it. to what I was saying before, I was saying if you take any two players out of the top ten and place them with Jimmy Butler because Draymond Green plays with two two of the top ten players, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, would he be better? And I think that's W. I think it, he does. Chris Paul is ranked seventh. John Wall is ranked thirteenth. False. Wait. Wrong. Stupid. Okay. okay. Ridiculous. I, we we kind of talked about this in yes last week's episode where we were saying who's the best two way point guard. We got into the Chris Paul John Wall debate, but yeah, John Wall is a better player. <laughs> John Wall is a better player. It, I don't I don't see how you can do this. John um, Wall is a better player. Jimmy Butler is a better player. Paul George is a better player. You know what? Hey, if I'm an NBA player and I'm a top player in the league, I look at this list and I like this list because it makes me hungry. John Wallace could be arguably in that top or ten. definitely top 10. Yeah. Like, you got to look. Chris Paul, he shouldn't be in that conversation. Not top 10. Anthony Davis should be 7 and John Wall should be 8. The, where's... um? Do y'all agree with Giannis being number 9? No. I feel like that. I mean, yes. He's put up the numbers mm-hmm. and everything. I agree with that. I, I feel like that's potential wise. I feel like it's potential wise. So, Greek Freak is better than Jimmy Butler. I, 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 if I was picking a team and I had to pick between Jimmy Butler to be my star or Giannis, I'm picking Giannis. I'd pick Jimmy Butler. I, I gotta pick Giannis. It depends on what you need. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I mean like you have no players. Oh. You, you get this one pick. You don't know what the rest of your roster is looking like. Do you want Jimmy Butler leading your team or Giannis? I'm gonna go with Giannis in this case. It's, it's, it's hard for me to say because I love Jimmy. I'm going with Jimmy because you're getting the defense. The defense is probably equal. Um, and then Jimmy's bringing way more offense. I was going to go with Jimmy Butler, but when you put it in a perspective of starting a franchise and, start, and building around a team, okay, I, very few pieces are better than Greek Freak to start with. Hey, let's let's take that out of Let's not think about how old he is. Let's not say potential-wise. If you need a team, you're building a team for one season. You don't got to think about, okay, next they didn't win this year, but Giannis will be better well, next Greek year. Freak. You're, you're taking Greek Freak he's for so, one he, season. He's, he's more versatile. He can play. It helps me build my team better because he can play a he can play four, he can play three, he can play point four. With the way the NBA going, you can put Jimmy as a th- four easily. No, he wouldn't. That's be argue. As I mean, he wouldn't be a, as I effective mean, as you, Greek Freak. You could. I mean, that doesn't I mean, always you gonna could mean put it's gonna Chris work. Paul at the four if you wanted to. But I mean, yeah, it's a line. You're crossing the line. You're crossing the line. You're crossing the line. You can do anything in the league, but I'm just saying, like. Greek Freak is more valuable, is more versatile, more versatile. But I feel like that's where he, that's where he, get, that's what makes him him is his versatility. I'm looking at it like this: you're getting the defense still, but the offense Jimmy's making way more. And then you, that's, I, like, that's you, arguable. You don't agree with this, but you're getting the closer. I'm saying that right now. You're getting the closer with <laughs> no, Jimmy. When you can, when, no, when you're comparing the two, yes, Jimmy Butler can close the game better than exactly. Greek Freak. Exactly. But Greek Freak, I don't know. He, he he's a statue stuffer. So is Jimmy. What do you mean? Jimmy averaged one more point per game than, than Giannis last season. Just literally just one more point per game. So uh, is the offense really rebound? good? Rebound-wise, uh, rebound you got to give me a second to look it up. But um, he averaged more points. Rebounds, it'll take a minute to get in here. Y'all can keep talking about Giannis averaged more rebounds. Giannis well, averaged yeah. nine rebounds a game. Well, yeah. Now tell me a sis. Give me the whole rundown, please. The whole rundown. Because is, this man is going to try to act like Jimmy Butler is just the. Giannis averaged five and a half rebounds. Jimmy Butler's not on this list. So he averaged more. I don't know how much more, but he's I'm gonna not go find. I'm gonna go find the specifics. Y'all can y'all can keep talking about it. Y'all can move on. And we'll get back to it. I'm gonna go down. Oh wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! I'm mistaken. Jimmy Butler averaged 5.5 assists. Giannis averaged 5.4 assists. 
So, I mean, can we just cross that out? Because it's literally a point of a point. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I just, I think, to be honest, the question you put us in with the, if you're starting a franchise, mm-hmm. we all have different viewpoints of how we want to turn out. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. maybe, I mean, you want versatility, mm-hmm. but I mean, this is my perspective. I like the floor space. I like everybody that can shoot. I like, I maybe one post fair isn't going to dominate, but maybe you like somebody that's going to just, and Giannis that's going to be a You like the, the floor, floor being space. So that's why you're taking Jimmy Butler. Well, you want me to but pick Giannis? J- Jimmy's a better shooter. He for is, sure. but I mean, when we talk about floor space, and he is an ideal. Okay, but if I have a post player and I have Giannis onto the Kumpo, that post he's player gonna... is going to be down there. I don't, I don't want him to stand up three. He's going to be ineffective. I mean, Giannis, yeah, he can, he can handle the ball, but he's not going to consistently just create space for himself to be able to pull up. Jimmy Butler averages one more point. We already discussed. We just discussed. He, he averages point three more steals. I, I promise average you, is damn near two blocks. I promise you. I promise you. I from. I don't actually. I'm not. I'm not going to say this. I'm not. I don't know the advanced stats of it. I guarantee you, Giannis Antetokounmpo scores way more of his points in transition than Jimmy. Than Jimmy. Jimmy Butler oh, can yeah. control it in facts. the. That's, that's Jimmy facts. can. Jimmy Butler has a more <laughs> a, a better ability to score in the half court than Giannis Antetokounmpo. You think I give a damn <laughs> how he gets his 23 points if he's getting 23 <laughs> I'm just saying, when it comes down to it. I don't give it. a damn if he's... I'm just saying. He wait. shot 23 free throws a game, and that's how he got it. He gets his points. Yeah, so he's playing against a team that's really good at slowing down the pace. Come on, man. That's we, what I'm saying. That's we, throwing, we throwing so many ifs out. Like, no, that's the fuck. That, that's is. the fact that if his ability, that's, that comes into your offensive ability. Listen, we're going to have to disagree. We're going to have to agree to disagree. We're pulling hairs right now. Do you agree with Jimmy being over Paul George? Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember... There'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Uh-oh. It's such a tough. It's tough. Paul it's George tough. is my favorite player, so no. But, I mean, no. 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 No, I, I take Paul George over Jimmy Butler. I think it's, again, we're pulling hairs. I mean, we, we literally just have need something to talk about, so we're pulling hairs when it comes to this. If you're starting a franchise. Should we, should we move over to the ESPN? I know there's a big topic in yeah, there. We can move there's over to ESPN. There's definitely a big topic in there. Wait, right. on this one, on this one, though, I would put Kawhi over Steph Curry. You would put Kawhi over Steph Curry. The thing about it, though, the thing about it, though, Steph Curry looks very good because, I mean, he looked good a couple years ago, obviously. That's funny because when I, when I so-called made my own list, Kawhi was was three over Steph. I think Steph Curry is just so fit. It's because the people around him. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry is the second best player on the team. I said, Clay Thompson, 
Kevin Durant, you can't help. Stephen Curry is somebody you need. Somebody needs to help, like help to that main defender. You almost have to bring one and a half defenders over there every time. What What are you trying to say? That Stephen Curry has. I mean, he's ranked so high because he has ability. Nobody's gonna double off him. I mean, you might give double off Draymond, but he's gonna be able to make that play. Kawhi we didn't see. We didn't see that Steph Curry until Clay Thompson came. I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's because because of his supporting cast. We're still. So it, wait, 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 what are we arguing here? That's we're arguing. Y'all, we're arguing. Y'all. You said something yes, that Kawhi was a Leonard, big take. Kawhi, you said Steph Curry over Kawhi Leonard. Or, or no, the, I said Kawhi over this Steph. guy Kawhi Mike likes Steph. to just ramble. Sometimes. I like Kawhi Leonard. Like, I take Kawhi Leonard over. Like last Curry. episode when he said the Lakers weren't bad for the past. <laughs> to be, he tried to make the argument. Hey, the Lakers. Ramble. Hey, the Lakers don't ever disrespect. I the went Lakers. back and listened to episode two and was like, "Why? Why did we just talk for five minutes for Mike to try to say that the Lakers were good?" <laughs> the Lakers. Hey. When it comes to this Kawhi versus Steph Curry, it's literally Kawhi's number four, Steph's number three. It does not matter. They're both amazing players. Y'all want to move on to ESPN? Yeah. Okay, ESPN did the same thing, made a list, but this one ESPN didn't tell us what they took into a factor. They didn't tell us if it was their opinion. They didn't tell us if they were looking at advanced stats. So we really don't know where they're going with it. But I, I got to say, 37 for Melo on Sports Illustrated, 64 for Melo on ESPN. That's behind Danny Green, Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Coverton, <laughs> Lonzo Ball. It, it's, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The disrespect to Melo is real. Y'all hey, don't want me to hey, talk about this. Look, at, at the end of the day, I, I respect what Melo said. You got to realize that, hey, I know I'm nice. Mm-hmm. Oh. So... Everybody else knows he's nice. When we look at that list, we're just like, who made this list? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to let Mike say you got to say. I'm going to go last because everybody on the podcast and viewers should know. Well, I'm, a you diehard, yeah, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. All right. So. Okay. Before we started this podcast, we, we were talking about topics. And I said the, that Melo was 64 and Lonzo was 63. And Mike, the first thing that came out of his mic was, his mouth was, I agree. So I need to hear this. I said, save it for the pod. So let me hear why Lonzo is better than let me say one thing. Carmelo. Please be serious because you're smiling. I'm serious. As said that. I'm serious. This is the first thing. I your love, I love this factor. I love this factor. It's the ability to make your team better. I love that factor. Melo does not have that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Melo does not whoa, have that. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, bring whoa. up some stats. Bring up something. I'm not bringing up stats. Bring up. But we talking Summer League? Yes. We're talking when Summer is he, League? I mean, this man, what has he not made his team better? Okay, if we want to take it, okay. So we're talking high school, college, and Mello, summer league. This is, this is a guy, how often do you see somebody get drafted so early for their passing ability? Melo is a better player than Lonzo Ball. <laughs> okay, okay. I just, I, hey, I just agree with the ranking. Answer this. How often do you see somebody get picked up that early for their pass? It's more than that. Come on now. He's he's a he's, he's a good he's a good shooter. He's a, he's Does a his good scoring outstand to you? No, 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 no. Okay, I can I give Lonzo that. Yeah, maybe he was drafted for him making his team better. That's, that's probably facts. John, John Wall recently, not too long ago, was the first overall pick for his passing ability. Ben Simmons was the number one pick because he he's the passer. Because of his I mean, size, just seen this. athleticism. Yeah, they, they, compared, to be they compared him to LeBron, and what was LeBron? LeBron is no His pass is not going to argue. I'm not gonna, we're not you gonna know fuck. What? On this hey. topic, I'm not going to fuck hey. around and do the giggly, uh, dumbass, saying <laughs> shit, controversial shit. I was what you mean. I was I'm, not, to, I'm not even talking about what you're talking about. I'm saying I'm, I'm going to be serious on this shit. Lonzo Ball in no no way, shape, or form is should be ranked higher than Carmelo Anthony. I don't I don't even know if 
Lonzo Ball should be ranked higher than Ben Simmons, and I'm and I'm a Lonzo Ball fan. It's just it's just facts. Uh, now let's go on to some of the other names. No, I think that I think that what Sports Illustrated did was right, where they didn't take it to affect rookies because they have not played a game yet. Summer league is irrelevant. It's close to irrelevant. Y'all remember Vander Blue? Yeah, I remember. Um, summer league legend. Do y'all remember uh, J- Josh, J- Shelby. Josh Shelby? Yes, Summer average 30 points. 30 points. What are they at right now? Jobless for over five minutes. He couldn't go to his coach and say, listen, I'll give you 25000 to let me play 20 minutes. Literally couldn't buy minutes. So I, I don't take it to, like, Summer League. Cal Kuzma, he looked good in Summer League. People think he's going to be a superstar. Come on now. He's not going to be a superstar, but he's going to be a factor on his team. Legit, they're legitimate Laker fans. That he'll be a superstar. He he might. Yeah, okay, those are the people. I mean, yeah, I sound ridiculous sometimes. But Based I'm not off say of his summer league performance, he should be ranked higher than Julius Randle. Cal Kuzma? I'm, this is that. Wait, I'm, this is uh, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm okay. I am not saying he's higher than Julius Randle, but I'm saying if if, if summer league was oh, that important. Oh, summer league was that important. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. If summer league was that important, Lonzo damn near be a top ten player on this list. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not coming off summer league though. Then what do you? Then you I'm just how, saying his ability. Say, I said because you said in case Melo, a freshman, won an NCAA championship. Yeah. He's a winner. So he's about he's how much the, more can you help your team with that? He helped his team. The, the he whole, won the championship. He didn't get eliminated. Alonzo did. And he got killed by... Uh, who killed him again? Yeah. Swiper? Swiper the Fox? De'Aaron gave him buckets. And that's not disrespect to Alonzo, because I like Alonzo. Same, and I think he's better than De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. But he's not better than Carmelo. He's not better than Carmelo. Or Ben Listen to this. Listen to this. Another one. Malcolm Brogdon is 56. Wiggins is 57. So Malcolm Brogdon better than Wiggins. Fuck no. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look at the name of the of the journalist that created this list. Michael Brown. But come on, is now. not that good to me. Come on now. He won rookie honest, of the year. I've never the, seen him play. He won rookie I've of the year in a year him. where rookies were garbage. He shouldn't have won it over Dario Sark. I think they're going based off potential right there again. You think I just potential is not even high? He's damn near twenty five. <laughs> His potential is not higher than Wiggins. Like Wiggins Wait, still has hella potential. He's, I thought he, I thought he was he, young. He, he spent, spent like, like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, he spent like two to three years. Um, That's old. You know, players are coming out eighteen years old now. So you him, and, him and Wiggins may be the same age, and Wiggins been in the league for three years already. Mm-hmm. So I, this, this, the list thing again, we just talk about it because what we're position in a, does he play? Because they had him at shooting. They had him at, they guard. had him at PG because they don't have a PG. They had Matthew Dellavedova, but is he a natural PG? I'm no, not too sure. No, because if you watch him in college, he was never a point guard. So <laughs> he was pretty much just shooting. Malcolm yeah, um, Greek Freak is a point four. It's just I don't know, man. I, the, the list thing can we we're just talking about it because it's there. But to be honest with you, it, it's hard for me to look at it and be like, no. get, get really upset about something. Malcolm Brogdon is twenty four, Wiggins is twenty two, so potential does not matter right there. Hold on, hold on. They have Robert Covington listed above Andrew Wiggins. Over yeah, over Wiggins. Yeah, this it's just it's ridiculousness. Again, we don't even Robert know the Covington, facts. Who is making these lists? I don't exactly. Think, does Robert Covington even start on Philly? Uh, yeah, he did last year. Rob Cubs is a good player, yeah, he's but he's not player. better than those oh, the guys man. that they got him higher. They got Gallinari above him. It's just uh, the yeah, list. It, we can so, talk about the list all day. It's controversial. It's controversial, and that's exactly what they wanted. When you make a list like this, you want people to click it. If your list was perfect without anything that that was debatable, nobody's clicking it. But when you say Melo's the sixty, the sixty seventh, or whatever he is, best player in the NBA. People clicking it like, what the hell? When you say Lonzo's better than Melo, people going to click that because they want to see why you're saying this. Yeah, is it, I mean, the list is not that important to me, but it is crazy to think that some people like really think that like Mike really got on here and said he's, he agrees. Hey, we can all agree. We can all agree. There's biases in this. 
everybody, everybody not, can put no, it biased. No, it's not. So Melo, I mean, yes, but is there players? Who, who is KB biased to in his opinion? No, but I'm not biased. I'm a Bulls fan, Thank but you. I'm extremely yeah, unbiased. The Bulls people that make this have a bias to him. You think they just picked somebody that never watched NBA? I'm not saying like, everybody who who I'm has an opinion saying. about the list is biased. Is it doesn't have a bias? I'm saying though, we are right here with two other people who who are unbiased. We can't speak this for ESPN. Not I don't give biased opinions. You don't, you don't think I'm Jimmy Butler? I'm talking about Lonzo Ball and Carmelo Anthony. Saying, Where is he biased at in that point? I'm saying. Where is he? Cause I'm you, not even talking about you, that you waste a lot of time trying I'm to not, circle and talk around shit. Let's get to the point. I'm Where not is he biased this, in that in that conversation? I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. That, I'm biased. I was talking about that conversation. I'm I, so I'm I, biased by Lonzo Ball, but exactly. other biased. So we talking to two people who are unbiased, and they're saying Carmelo Anthony. Hey, what reason do they get? They, do they gain for saying Carmelo? I agree with it. That's all I say. Silly shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I think we talked enough about these Me lists. Too. There are a bunch of things that we could talk about all day about. We're going to move on to the next topic, which is NBA 2K18 dropped a couple days ago. I know some of us been grinding. Some of us did not go to class Friday. Well, just me, I guess. Um, how y'all feeling about it? Oh, if y'all, okay, if y'all can rate it so far, again, it's only been two days, so things can happen. A or A through F. You know, if you grade in this game at 2K18, what do you give in it and why? An A minus. And why minus and not an A plus or or not a B? Just because he wants to just say A minus. No, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't give it an A plus because it's still like some like like glitches and stuff that happen. But like people are over. losing their my career completely. I don't know if y'all know that. I've been people have been tweeting at me saying I lost my my career. I went to go get a get my get a lineup and I came out and it said foul. Y'all saw when I text the group chat, right? Like, is anybody else? Got, that, that dude's smaller. Yeah, yeah. My, I woke. I started my shit and it said six five power forward. I was like, I no way in hell I made him six five. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm, I had made and, him and I'm too. starting to get irritated about what we talked about last time. What, what was that? And the cutscenes. Oh, he's, cut he's five eight. All of a sudden, I get, I get mad about the cutscenes in general. They're cuts. You can't skip, you can't skip yeah. the. Nobody. No. Do you care about 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 the story? Yes or no? What story? Because the, 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 this is what I hate. I hate when two K. Year after year, continually put a fake character into the fucking team. I don't want to yeah, play with this yeah, Wales dude. Facts, Who the fuck facts, is he? I don't want to. Why? What? What? I don't want to play with him. And no, I really don't care about the story more as um so much the why I don't want to skip it. I would love the option to, to skip it because mm-hmm. I mean, I I came here late to the podcast today because I was up playing a game till like six o'clock in the morning. So if I'm up playing a game at four or five o'clock in the morning, do you really think I want to be watching this shit right now? For real? Wait. You remember last night when we was playing Pro Am and we needed a bot power forward? Oh, man. And okay. they gave us the 5 8 yes, power yes, yes. forward. So, and they gave the other team a real size power forward. Yeah, so you went out for that <laughs> bot. I did so, hear about that, though. So, John. yeah, they gave us a point guard, a power forward bot that was like 5 9, and then the other team had like a 6 10 power forward. And I mean, it didn't hurt because we still got those W's. You feel me? But it's it was like, very so, noticeable. We were like, he, if we had real body, he would have got that rebound. Yeah. Like, it was just stuff like that. Yeah, just stuff like that. But luckily for us, we came through squirrely in the nuts. We out here. But just small stuff like that are the reason why this is not an A plus. Hopefully, none of us lose our my career before they fix it. Um, I did enjoy certain things. Like the my team is phenomenal. They took off the black top and added the uh, pack and playoff mm-hmm. thing. Oh my gosh, I've been I've been playing that so much. Um, Another thing we talked about last week was when Mike was saying there's no way for them to input, like, um, I was saying, like, the shot Kevin Durant hit over LeBron, LeBron. and you were saying, 
But the more and more I play, the more and more those type of shots are in the game. The movement is so much better. Shooting in people's faces is, is so much better. Like, I've hit so many highly contested shots. Like, they give you a little shot chart yeah. above the thing. And a lot of my shots, well, not a lot, but some of them have been red, this was highly a, contest, heavily contested. Was this in my team? Yeah. This is my team. You, you know they started off on pro, right? What do you mean? On pro. The difficulty is set on pro. Yeah, you're right. But, so still, that's, that's but, but still, just seeing that lets me know that it's possible. I, that's all I want to know is it's possible. It's, it's possible. You can't do it at the point. One day, it's a, it's a, I'm glad you brought up my team. I don't know why this is in the game. And we said it a lot. I don't know why this is even in the game for some reason. Why is what in the game? If you play a my team game online and it loads up perfectly fine, I like how it's all fast and everything now. At the beginning of the jump ball, I don't understand why the players oh. just walk around oh. like they don't know what to do oh my for God. about 20 seconds. That's still in this game? Yeah, still in the game. they bump, they it, bump each other and switch sides of the jump yeah, ball. It's still in the game. I don't know why. Yeah, they, they still do the zoom in on somebody's yep, Somebody, crotch. yep. They do it. <laughs> That's crazy. I haven't played an online game. I've only been playing... The the playgrounds and the blacktop. I'm playing. I'm gonna be playing some my team a little. When bit you later. play online it, it, on my team, it's not pro. Yeah, it is. It is. I think it's because I mean, all right. So there's stages to it, like they did last time. Well, at least I, that's what I'm assuming. No, yeah, when you Cause, do like cause domination, it's, it's pro. And no. weekly challenges is pro. But if I'm playing a head to head online, yeah, like pack and playoffs, I can't confirm that it's pro. No. You can't confirm it. It'll tell you. I'm telling you. All right, so this is all 2K17. I'm assuming that's how they did it. When you first start off and you're in the bronze, silver mm, tiers, yeah, or whatever, yeah, that, yeah. it says difficulty pro. So even if you play somebody while they're in that tier, they will be playing on pro but while listen, you're playing on a, a higher difficulty. Listen to what I'm saying. I didn't play anything that had anything to do with a the tier. There is a new mode called pack and playoffs. Yes. Do you play well, against a no computer? Tier. Do you play against a computer or no, someone online? You play someone online. You draft a five, mm-hmm. and you play against someone who else, who somebody else who drafted a five. My question about that: What does your bench look like? Because I know you draft. You don't have a bench at all. It's just you five, five, and five players. No, and you play no four subs? quarters. No subs. I don't know if I like that, man. I don't like, bro. So you know, Base, you, this you played against Bub on two K. You know mm-hmm. how they be trying to take stamina off so they starters can play all game. I hate that I, shit. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a play, person who prefers to play with stamina off because only because for this reason I can play with stamina. On. Ask mm-hmm. Mike. He just yeah. paid. He paid me before the podcast because he lost because he's a and we play with stamina on. But the reason I like to play with stamina off is because two K and maybe they fixed it this year. They over exaggerate a player's tiredness. They over exaggerated. LeBron James, we've seen him play forty minutes in a in a finals game, and his mm-hmm. play did not drop. Right. Two K, that won't happen. They're gonna make it like crazy, and it, and depending on what team you pick, their players might have better stamina because they're in a better team. They just want to have a better. They have some. They have to make that team better in some way. So if you pick the Golden State Warriors, and I play play with the New York Knicks, a lot of your players not gonna get tired like mine's because they have to find some way. To make your team better. And I've noticed that as an avid 2K player, I've been playing 2K since it first fucking dropped on Dreamcast. And I just I don't like it. They players miss dunks because they're tired. Like I don't that that shit is unrealistic. Is, I mean, okay, maybe. When have you ever seen a player miss a dunk or a layup because he's tired? Go on YouTube. NBA player. Yes. There's people that miss open layups. I'm I'm not saying that you know that's that's the same thing. It's hard to put that into a game, and that is one way. If somebody, but there's also look before you even go. There's advantages to if you're trying to if you're trying to play against a team like the New York Knicks. You say they start in lineup, they're okay. 
I mean, I mean, I I don't really know about this year, but if their bench is terrible. Mm-hmm. If you how exactly. are you gonna take so, advantage? If you should have to take advantage of that. If you're gonna pick a team with no bench, no team's gonna play the whole game. No, what starting five plays the whole game? Maybe the Bulls a couple years ago with Tom Thibodeau. They're playing five minutes Facts. a quarter. It's a game. It's a video game. Okay, but it's, <laughs> but we uh, like to play sim, bro. I want it to be as realistic as possible yes. when I play. Yes, it's simul- I know. I'm sim- a, simulation. Uh, I mean, play. listen. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a I'm a person that can play any way. Against anybody. When I play people, like I said, I played Mike, various people who probably listen, I played. I let the person that I'm playing control the entire settings. Because the last thing I want to hear when I win is, oh man, I, you have fatigue off. Or I like to play with uh, the speed on 60. I, so I let everybody control that. But what I'm saying is, I can see why a person would like to play for no fatigue on. I can see why some of those other options people don't like. But I mean, like you said, some shit you just can't put in a video game. I mean, I, I understand it, but if I pick the Warriors, I get a clear... Like, if I if I just pick the team with the best bench, I'm, I just have the better chance at winning. That's just no fun. That's why I like playing with the Spurs, because their bench is pretty How easy. does that make you a better player in 2K <laughs> for picking the deepest team? I mean, the, the thing about it, though, the thing about it, though, fatigue is a, is a real life I'm thing. Not, listen, I'm not arguing with you. I'm having a time conversation. Everything I say is, what do you mean? I know, I'm say, just saying. Like, I'm not picking the deepest thing. I'm just picking a team. I feel like, hey, I can get through this game and have my stars to close out the game. That's what I like to pick my team on. I'm a person that likes to play with the team that he roots for in real life. So a lot of the times I play with the Knicks. One thing I did notice in 2K that I, I just don't like is everything. 2K18? 2K18. Okay. Everything has an animation now. I can't. If I go into my. If I try. I have to walk over to go into my house. I have to. Look at myself. Go into the elevator and take the elevator up to the floor to go just just to go. But, on my but, but, but even with that, does your dude who controlled the doorman does he always have something to say? Yes, that shit annoys. I just made soup. And then when I go into my game, I shouldn't have to walk past the security guard and make conversation with him every game. I, it's just so much unnecessary that they think that yeah, let's put this in there because it's gonna give a more real life effect to it. I shouldn't have to go home to change my clothes. That, exactly, nice. exactly. Oh my god, it took me so long to figure out that I had to go home. <laughs> I kept trying, like, where do I change? Where do I change? Yeah. And I'm like, let me go home, and it's a closet with a mirror. Closet, and, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to try on your shoes now. Oh, well, you they give you the ability to actually go in. He has to go in the back and go get the shoes. Yeah, you gotta have an animation. You have a seven second animation where you walk what? into the back. Yeah, yeah. That, that, he walks. Into I the went back. into Foot Locker, but I ain't seen no shoes I like, so I haven't bought no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they literally have every gym shoe ever created. <laughs> what do you mean? They you know? wanted they wanted six thousand for the J. Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's the I problem. got two hundred fifty thousand gold edition, and I still didn't want to spend that six thousand on that shit. <laughs> so I'm like, man, holla at me when you get the endorsements. My agent hooked me up with these fucking dirty ass Adidas, but I'm rocking them. I just got some Under Armour uh, last night, so I'm gonna rock those. This one thing about 2K that's getting even worse and worse every year is the 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 pay to play. If you want to change your outfit, you got to spend some BC. If you want to get a haircut this year, yeah. it costs BC, and you can't even get a preview. You're right, exactly. You just gotta wear it and be like, if it's fucked up, you gotta just pay for some more. It's it's bad. It's bad. That's two K's always been that way. A lot of game companies are that way. I told you they they VC hungry, man. They VC greedy. I do not like the fact that y'all making me wear a fucking brown shirt with these generic ass <laughs> shoes, man. And I'm you got me playing this prelude with everybody on this black top who's Jordan out. Uh huh. Before hey, before we go on, I know we talked a little bit about this in the prelude, but you about to I, say something about the brown shirt? shirt? No, no, oh. I'm not about to say about the brown shirt. But 
how how did you got how did your face scan so messed up? Like I, I did mine, mine came okay. I seen yours, it was already perfect. Yeah, his his is probably the best at the table. How, how do, I mean yours mine is bad. Mine is bad. I don't think dude looks like me, but you know I got professional lighting in this apartment, and my face scan was still bad. How how does yours so how is yours so bad? How you is John you do, so bad? Because they do it in the dark. No, I, I did mine outside. You like, like, oh, your phone? I don't, I don't think so. But, yes, no you but you're like, yeah. let me see it. Oh, with my face scan? No. Uh, no, I don't. I wonder, like, what really matters? Because, in all honesty, you're really just coming in front of a light and taking, just putting your face in there. So I don't see how effective, like, how, how is your lip deformed? How do you have an extra mouth on you? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, yeah, Tyler's got the whole how do you have an extra mouth set of on nose and mouth on this character. And he kept it? He kept it, because it's Tyler. He be trolling. He went all pink clothes. That shit irritated me. Everything. <laughs> that, that, look, that shit look disgusting sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I'm liking 2K. I'm like, I think I, this is the best gameplay-wise. I love the time. defense gameplay. Oh, my God. It's amazing. The player movement, the cost of... Have y'all played with Kyrie yet? No. no. I have him on my team. Yeah, I'm on my, my team. team. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's, there's this one animation. We were playing Pro-Am. And you know the outlet passes sometimes go over your head in 2K17. Derek made like an over-the-shoulder Odell Beckham type catch and it immediately went up and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was, I said immediately in a second, I love that animation. Yeah, they, usually they make you stumble and fall out of yes. bounds. I literally he, just called it. It was perfect. If they do that, sometimes you see a player go up make a one-hand catch. <laughs> it's like, beautiful, yeah, it's, it's, it's much better. I know, hey, I know you said something about the whistle blowing, the, no whistles. Did, well, you well, said you don't play with sound, but some of our friends have been telling us that there's no whistles. So, you know, if you think you got a steal, especially in a clutch moment, if you get that steal and then there's no whistle, you know, you're trying to go. You think you got that stop. But if they just say reach and foul, that, yeah, you're going to be, you know, demoralized after that. Especially because, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but we, we don't have, we have one big man, but he hasn't really been playing with us. But we have a small four that's just been guarding big men all day. And, hey, he's been getting killed by these Yo, big men. Terrence, 2K was right. Bro. 2K was right when they said big men are going to dominate because they've been giving him doubles. I didn't even know they was pe- people are just going to be getting double doubles on people now in the park. In the park, yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, I think the game is great. Um, I think we y'all ready to wrap it up, man? Let's wrap it up, then. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to Jalen Rose and Jacoby. One more to David Jacoby. One more time. Of yeah, course, shout, shout out, out. To, the, to the Mike, Derek, Pierre. Yo. Through the wire, fam. Thank y'all so much for listening. YouTube coming soon. I'm gonna keep saying that every week. <laughs> we 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 out here. Um, go check out Mike YouTube too, man. Twenty MJ is back. MJ is back. MJ is back. Man. I had to get another video. Yeah, he made another video yesterday. No, I gotta get it. I gotta get another one. I don't, I don't be doing what to put, man. Yeah, yeah, he made his recent video was about Brandon Ingram and his upcoming success. I, I saw. I watched that video. I like dude. the comparisons to the Paul George and Greek Freak. Girl. I didn't know you were doing straight face cam. I thought you had gameplay. I was like, yeah. okay, just you feel hey, comfortable. Hey, if y'all y'all listen, just mention in the comment, tweet me, do something, and let me know what y'all want to see. Mike 24 heard on Twitter. Oh, God. Thank y'all for viewing and watching again. I'm excited to do the next one. The more and more y'all support, the more and more I'll be ready to do the next one. I was thirsty for this for this day to come. Let's hope that the NBA stuff happens in this next week that we could talk about. Yep. Uh, that's the big question mark at this point in the season. But thank y'all. We out. Shout out to Tony Allen. Pelicans. Oh, yeah. True, true, true.